deep thinkers welcome to deeper meaning time today is episode seven and um, this is going to be a full-length episode and uh, today I wanted to first start with giving some thanks um, most importantly uh, thanks that are um, very they're they're from my heart I mean they are very sincere uh, in regards um, to my my feelings and in, in this uh this inspiration to, to grow this podcast in, into something that we can use as a community and uh, something that we, we can really um, work, work forward to, to all being a part of. And uh, so I want to give thanks to Spotify, uh, not Spotify um, as in the company, um, to, to my listeners on Spotify. You guys are over half of my uh, plays on my episodes, and uh, I'm just so appreciative of that. Yeah, I, I couldn't uh, I couldn't explain to you more. You guys are are the true goats, you know. Um, in a sense, you you're awesome, and I, I thank you. I thank you very much. And uh, when we grow this channel, you know, if you guys are you know my first indeed sort of subscribers, and we grow this podcast, you know, there'll there'll definitely be something uh, in store for for you guys. You 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 on Spotify, you're awesome. Keep up the good work and keep listening and keep thinking. You know that's that's the goal here on Deeper Meaning Time, is uh, is thoughts and people's deeper meanings and uh, and the importance of having a, a deeper meaning and a deeper thought and having a discussion in regards to these, whether they be truthful, whether they be scientifically proven, whether they be factual, it doesn't matter. It's the thoughts that count most importantly. Um, <clears throat> So yeah, so thank thank you Spotify and uh, and I want to give some quick thanks to uh, Anchor because without Anchor, uh, you Spotify listeners, you wouldn't be listening. And uh, I give so much appreciation to Anchor and their support team. They have been extremely helpful in this uh, process of trying to grow this channel and grow this uh, podcast. This uh, this means a lot, you know. And uh, Anchor is a great foundation. And, and if any of you listeners are, have have you know you want to start your own. Uh, deeper meaning kind of podcast or you want to start any type of podcast anchor is a fantastic plat- platform to start with and I don't mean to sort of push I'm not being you know paid for anything I just love I love anchor and I love the app um, everything's fantastic about it and there's a great community behind it all and um, so I just wanted to throw that out there you know thank you guys uh, you you all are y'all are the goat you know that this is awesome and uh, so yeah, so I want to get into today's episode, and um, it's gonna be kind of a uh, should I really be talking about this, you know, stuff kind of episode? Um, nothing crazy, but it's just such a controversial, controversial subject um, nowadays. And, uh, and you know, and people, you, you know, you definitely wouldn't want to talk about it with strangers, and it can get it, it, debates can get uh, can get awkward. They can get really weird, and um, there's videos of people doing some outrageous things, um, you know, because of their their beliefs. And uh, yeah, so this today's episode is going to be kind of about beliefs and religions and uh, spirituality, things of that nature. Um, it's an interesting subject, and uh, and also, guys, I want to point out something um, before I get into this. Uh, the, I've you may have noticed um, for some of you that that are following me. Um, they, I kind of was lacking this past week in, in delivering, um, content and episodes. 
Uh, I had an episode ready about synchronicities and uh, things like that, but I I don't know. I put it into a deleted episodes folder. I'm not real sure about it. Um, so we'll see. But uh, for the moment, I, I, I'm probably going to so- sort of stick to uh, posting weekly episodes because, in my opinion, I think I can make a lot better content out of thinking over enough things uh, throughout the week. But indeed, though, I'm still working on the Thinker series. And uh, for those of you that haven't listened to the Thinker series, go run on over and, and, uh, and check those out. There's some really great ones in there, I think. Um, but, but I'm going to get into some better, some better content, I hope with, uh, kind of dragging out sort of when I post and and upload because, uh, I I think I get ahead of myself and I don't want to sort of, you know, overstep my boundaries in, in the world and on the internet. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. So I'm going to try to sort of keep the content to weekly, you know, but anyway, back to today's, uh, back to today's episode, um, Here's the thing. Religion is... It's necessary. It, it really is. And uh, it's so strange because I talk about this so often. It, it's necessary for conversation uh, sometimes. Um, usually amongst people that you're, you know, close with uh, friends or family. Those, you know, you, you definitely write, again, you, you really wouldn't want to come up to a stranger and start spewing your, your beliefs and stuff in their face because who knows who they, what they are and what they believe in, you know? So to put religion into perspective, um, let's let's consider some things here. Um, the first thing that um, is interesting, you know, needless to say, people, I think they don't really realize when you have. So we have you know a bunch of religions, right? We we have several different kinds, different beliefs, um, and. Uh, I mean, you probably know them all, you know, I don't need to go into details about them, but the thing is, is that I feel like when you're, you know, when you're, when you're in your, you have your beliefs in mind and you're considering your beliefs and, uh, and you're, you're dead set, your heart is set, you're, but you're missing something crucial, I think. And I don't mean for this to be in like a condescending way or anything like that. It's just an interesting thing to think about is the fact that, you know, okay, so if I said, uh, and, and I, I'm not really a, a true, uh, believer in a, in a higher power, um, I used to be, and I'll get into that here in a minute, but with, so you take, so, uh, you know, a, a Christian, just God, so, you know, it's a monotheistic religion, there's, it's just God, and, um, in in this religion, you know, you're you're just you're sort of worshiping. You wor- you worship a, the the son of God, Jesus, and you worship God. But other other religions, and, uh, and this is what this is the point I'm trying to make. Other religions, polytheistic religions, who have multiple gods, they have multiple gods. You know, so if you're a Christian, you believe in one God, but there's there's other people, you know, and other other towns or, um, in other countries where, wherever with other cultures and, and beliefs and they, they believe in multiple gods. Like it's just, and that's okay. You know, that's kind of the thing about, about, uh, religion and especially about America is that, you know, you're supposed to have this freedom to be, you know, to, to choose what you believe and to be, to have freedom of religion. And, um, but when, but, but you have to, in my opinion, just because I feel like I have to break things down for some reason, um, 
you know, to their smallest sort of functions. Why, you know, why do, why, why do, um, you know, why do religious uh, people and, and believers and such, why do they miss the, the idea that, you know, their religion might not be the true one religion? Like how, you know, it's, it's almost sort of, I don't, I don't mean to say it like, but, but sort of biased, I guess. Like, I mean, I have to say it because it's, it's kind of what I'm thinking, you know, you, you're, it's kind of biased, like to say that, like my, my religion is the one true religion when clearly other, other people have the same exact thought, but they could have multiple gods or a different God with a different, uh, different son or a God with prophets, whatever, like it doesn't, it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter what the religion has. It's the fact that the people are believing in something that's different from what you believe in. So, which should sort of make you question, like, you know, the true validity of, of both, really, you know, your own and theirs, like, that, how can they believe this when it's so plainly obvious, and I believe this? But that person, you know, the other, the other side, though, they're like, oh, how, how is it that I can believe this, and it has to be true, but yet they believe this? So, it's fine to have beliefs. I'm not saying that that's wrong. I'm just saying, like, if, if somebody is, you know, a, um, if somebody is a very religious person and they've been, you know, uh, teaching and, and, and preaching and, and things like that, and they're, they're very deep in their, their beliefs and, and rooted in them, that, that's okay. That's okay to have that, you know. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's reason that religion is a thing. There's... Plenty of re plenty of reasons why it is, but you know, most importantly, it's this fantastic tool that that people can use to guide themselves on a, on a path of you know literal righteousness, and that's okay. That's fantastic. People need that. A lot of people need it, and um, and I I think that that's that's you know completely normal. It's it's normal to to be to have one belief, and, and it's normal to realize that your one belief should be the only one, but at the same time, you need to maybe think about how that's kind of unfair to other people, because their belief is that maybe they have five gods, or they have a god with two heads, or, um, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, you know, whatever they're, whatever they believe, it's the fact that they believe in something else, something different than you believe in. That's just, it's just interesting to me. That's all, you know, and, and I'm not trying to, to, to spew some criticism or anything like that. It, it's just a, a simple point of view of mine, um, that, that I just, it's, it's just fascinating. That's all. But it could, because I'm not, I'm not religious, uh, anymore, but I used to be, um, like I was saying, and that sort of was sort of a, basically a just childhood thing, uh, like a, a, a phase, I guess, of mine, uh, <clears throat> that was mainly in elementary school, and then, uh, it, it left, uh, for a few years, and then sort of came back real heavy, uh, when I was, uh, in eighth grade and a freshman in, uh, high school, um, and it's, it's a very interesting sort of story, and I, I feel as though a lot of people have, very similar experience and uh with with that is similar to mine i should say uh where 
I had a traumatic sort of event. Um, I lost I lost my grandma, my mom's mom, when uh, I was in the fourth grade, and it was really hard on my mom. And uh, it's harder on me nowadays than I think it was then. It was really hard on me the moment after her funeral. But up until that point, I had, you know, I had a, a belief in, in God, and I, you know, I, I prayed. And whether or not that was um, just because that was the, the right thing to do as a child, and that's what, you know, I was kind of taught, I guess. Um, and I don't even know necessarily, I can't remember necessarily that if my parents really taught me that, you know, praying was a thing. But I had always prayed, you know, that, that he would take care of my grandma and that she'd get better. I mean, it was every night. And I know a lot of people that do that, that pray and when something traumatic's going on. And uh, and she passed anyways, you know. Uh, and needless to say, I was pissed. It didn't make any sense. And, you know, at church, he's, uh, I remember him explaining to me that the, it's just like the nature of, of life. And that's how it works. And God has a plan and this and that. But I'm like, if God has a plan... Why would he take my grandma? That doesn't that you know that doesn't make any sense because like it, oh it's his plan to make me feel this way, to to push me away from him because he's taken my grandma, and um, and so basically at the, after that point I I had lost sort of faith and uh, it all came back to me when uh, I was in eighth grade and I had, was with my first girlfriend and she was kind of uh, she was a Catholic and so she was kind of pushing me back into it all and. I'd been to mass with her once and, uh, you know, she, we're kids, of course, but I had talked about how, you know, I needed to be, she, you know, I needed to be Catholic if we wanted to get married someday. And I'm like, you know, I, I wasn't necessary. I was about it then, you know, oh yeah, I guess, you know, I'll, I'll figure out how I want to do this and if I want to do it like that. And, but the, the thing is, is that once we broke up, I was like, huh. You know, she, you know, she left me when I, when we were, um, after like a year, you know, we're just kids, you know, I'm not salty or anything. I'm just saying she, you know, it's whatever she's, it was, it's history now, but it taught me something and showed me something that, you know, re, re, and she, because I had, um, she had pushed me and so I had gotten baptized, right. But not, just at a non-denominational church and it was a big deal for my family. I was, you know, growing up and making my own decisions in life and this was something I chose to do and and at the time it was it was what I wanted to do and it felt very real and very right and everything was 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 true and in the moment and and uh but after after you know after I after we broke up and at that at that time I really wasn't really being pushed anymore then you know to go to church every every weekend and I didn't have anybody to go with and things of that nature um my friends would still kind of go off and on but even they you know kind of drifted away from from our church and our, our church had they had built an even bigger church with a bunch of money raised um from people but then there were a bunch of rumors and stuff of uh the pastors spending a lot of money going on vacations and there was just lots of rumors and and the church was just turning into a weird weird kind of vibe and I don't know, things were different, things changed, and it was awkward, and so I didn't want to keep going there, and I didn't want to find another church, um, I had been to, you know, churches with, with other churches, with friends, and, and, uh, I never come to like any of them, and I never, and I never just, I was just kind of lost, sort of, 
interest after my church kind of went sour that uh and they were awesome it was awesome it was an awesome place to go but uh so what ended up happening was basically sophomore year i um i i had you know i had been hanging out with some friends and we had smoked you know smoked some smoked some weed you know having a good time whatever and um I had only just been interested in it, you know, uh, for like a, a few months, and uh, I'd heard a bunch of stories, and they were funny, and uh, at the time I was like, you know, maybe this is sort of a, a thing to let me sort of think about, you know, myself, and, and I was interested in that, you know, the aspect of just being able to sort of think deeper, you know, about myself and sort of figure out who, who I was, and uh, and it did, it did do just that, now that I look back and I think about it, um, a much different person now, much different. I mean, a hundred and a, th a three, uh, not a three sixty, but yeah, a complete one eighty. Basically, you know, just turn around and uh, it was something else. You know, I'm different. I'm very different now, and I've had plenty of experiences. And because of it, you know, I lost, I lost, I lost my faith. And um, and you know, maybe it's. People would probably disagree, be like, oh, no, you know, pot didn't make you lose your faith. You know, you lost your faith because you quit going to church and you should have, uh, you know, found another church and you should have kept up your faith. And, you know, it's all my it's my own fault, you know, for losing my faith. And sure, you know, whatever you can think that, but that's not what I think it is. And um, so it's 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 just interesting to me to, to look back and, and to think about how how it changed me and how my spirituality sort of deeply changed um, because I just became more open to deeper meanings and to deeper understandings of myself and of reality and and the people around me and and um, and just life in general um, I became a very deep thinker and I moved into all sorts of, of interesting things and I remember one of the first things that I um, I thought really deep about was uh, that I didn't even know was was when um, there's all then there was all these rumors and case files and stuff about how our government basically assassinated JFK. Um, you know, it was a planned event that uh, that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald didn't do it, but it was just the fall guy for it. And um, there's you know talks about this uh, grassy knoll area that was off of the street that uh, where was shots came from as uh, the actual. Uh, it turns out what actually happened that uh, there's the, the trajectories of the bullet that uh, you know basically is splattered bla splattered you know his his brain all over his poor wife uh, the, it was uh, not from anywhere near a building it was from this grassy knoll where it had to have come from a sniper that was uh, trained and you know knew and was trying to cover it up and they did cover it up for a long time and it wasn't until uh within the 2000s that the, these files were released and that you know information came out in regards to this assassination and there's i mean guys there's also you know rumors and and um information about the government was Trump planned and had trained to kill um Martin Luther King Jr. and supposedly there's been several other assassination attempts and things like the twin towers um is another one and we'll get into some of these sort of the i mean in a pin in a 
in public opinion, they, these are mainly conspiracies. Um, but uh, there might be deeper meanings to them, you know what I'm saying? So we'll get into those eventually. But yeah, the Twin Towers is a big one where it's just a big uh, government uh, ploy to get us to push towards uh, the war and uh, fund the war and things of that nature. And uh, so there's and uh, there's been all kinds of things since then, too, that have been... You know, and there's even uh, there's weather phenomena, you know. They believe that the government has some sort of... Uh, hand in how the weather plays a role in our society with um with these uh radio frequency installations uh called like harp harp's one of them and i think there's another one and uh, we'll get into those topics um into more detail here in the future but uh so anyway to get back onto the, the topic of of religion and beliefs the uh, so i had lost you know i had lost my faith and uh but I was okay with it. It wasn't bothering me. And, uh, and I think now, and I, I consider and I weigh all my possibilities and I, um, you know, I, I feel as though that my opinions and my own, my own thoughts on religion are very well calculated. And I've, I've, um, you know, I've never observed any type of religious phenomena in my life. Um, not necessarily, I'm not talking about ghosts and things like that. Uh, because that's to me a whole another realm of 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 spirituality, not uh, of just spirit and soul and energy, not in the sense of religion or texts, you know, things like that. It's not um, ghosts and um, you know poltergeists, things like that. that. Those are all that's something else. Um, and I don't really know how to explain things like uh, exorcisms and and uh, people being possessed by demons or th things like that. I, I, I'm unsure as to how all that uh, really works, but um, I don't know. It, it's it's interesting whether or not it, it's real factual. I'll have to get into it, and maybe we'll have to do a future like thinker episode about uh, exorcisms and things like that. But uh, So religion, all in all, to me, really hasn't, hasn't, uh, it hasn't changed a lot. Uh, recently, I do feel as though that there is sort of a a change in the air, uh, maybe s slightly coming. Uh, but statistics still show that uh, people are, there's a lot of believers. You know, people are still uh, Christians. There's a lot of Catholics. It's very it's a very big community, very large uh, community. And I'm not trying to boast here on deeper meaning time that people need to leave their religions. I, I think that people need to just analytically use their religions and and, and not use them as a um, sort of a, a means of you know committing you know, it's I'm not trying to be condescending people but you know that this is the truth this is the truth people use religion as a leg up um, to, to get ahead uh, people commit tax frauds with churches and people commit uh, all kinds of different crimes using churches, from money laundering and there and the and the and the thing about uh, like religion is that people are using it itself as a way to get just personally, you know, uh, profit from from life. Oh, I'm just going to be an an arrogant, um, manipulating, 
asshole who rips off clients or whatever, and I don't care because I'm going to go to church on Sundays and I'm going to take care of my sins and then nobody's going to, you know, God's not going to care. It's not going to be a thing. Uh, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. You shouldn't be allowed to just live your life in some crazy way and then turn around and be like, oh, you know, Lord, forgive me. That's no, that shouldn't be how it works. That should not be how it works. People use it all the time. Oh, you know, I was driving drunk and I killed a, I killed a lady, but you know, it's all in the name of the Lord because he's going to he's guiding me and it's all you know, people use that. People do that. It's it's ridiculous. And um people I, I'm not trying to like, you know, I'm not trying to single people out anybody, anybody in particular. I'm not trying to single them out. I'm just simply stating some facts. I mean, not even necessarily facts. You know, I don't know that you can look these things up. It's just common knowledge, really, in my opinion. Uh, things we talk about all the time because it comes up on the news and it comes across all you know on the internet. And people do stupid things and then they just turn around and beg for forgiveness. And especially people that do something wrong and then they they know they did something wrong and then they're you know sentenced to a death penalty. And then you hear, you know, stories of people that are, you know, freaking out because they they haven't righted their wrongs, or you know they they realized what they've done and now they're scared that they're going to go to hell. And and people this happens to people when they are on their deathbeds and hospitals. All kinds of all kinds of stories where people just kind of lose it because they're so unsure about where they're going. And I feel like that itself is wrong. You shouldn't have to be fearful. You shouldn't you shouldn't fear death because you don't know where you're going to go afterwards whether it's going to be heaven or hell. How about we just wonder? Man, I can't wait for, you know, whatever's next. Maybe it's something incredible. You know, how do we know that and 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 in this belief in my opinion, if you instead of believing, you question and wonder, it would lead you to not, you wouldn't sin, you wouldn't commit, you know, you wouldn't, by the time you're on your deathbed, you would be prepared. You'd be ready, you'd be anxious. You'd be pulling the plug yourself. You know, because you didn't have a fear of what was going to happen. You had a wonder and a curiosity and, and we, we as a, a civilization strive and drive on curiosity so, you know, what What difference does it make to just continue to be curious about it, about the afterlife? Let's not put a, a finger on what's going to happen. Let's not try to be good and try to be bad and then, oh, we turn around and we can right our bads. That's, no, that's, that shouldn't be. This is common sense. We We don't live in some game. This isn't some... I mean, there's sure there's theories that we live in a simulation, but this isn't. This this isn't some simulation. This is real as fuck. You know, we're this is real, man. This is real, you guys. This isn't some game. Like people need to quit treating it like it's a game. This is life, and you need to live it to the fullest. And you need to just get your own life in control. You don't you don't need to you don't need to use a belief system and and to help yourself out to you know, to get a foot up. It, it doesn't work like that. And you're not making it work like that. And God isn't helping you. You're just using these descriptive words to be, uh, you know, your scapegoat. 
And that's just unfair. It's just unfair. And it's also unfair that people, you know, can't, can't see, can't see that what they're doing isn't, it's not right. You know, it, it's, there's all kinds of people around that, that have true beliefs, all kinds. And that right there, that is powerful. The people that truly believe, not, not these people that just use it. You know, they're not believers. There's people out there, though, that are literally so for their, their beliefs and that, that they dedicate their lives to doing it. I mean, that is, that's true willpower right there, you know, in my head, really. But <clears throat> then again, you know, those kinds of people would be like, oh, you know, it's, it's just God's plan for me. This is what I'm doing. And that's fine. And I'm not trying to say that that's wrong. It's just, it's, it's just, it's just an interesting thing to think about. Because what if, you know, what, what if, what if one day, um, we found out what the afterlife was? What if we found out that there was nothing? You know, what if there's, uh, what if we found out that there's just, you know, a few seconds of a, of a good experience that happens while you die, you know, something that makes it easier, but that when you die, you die, you know, what if we found that out? What if we figured that out? Then what would happen? Would people burn down the world in absolute panic and chaos because they had worked their whole life towards something that, that ended up being, you know, false? I don't know. I don't know if that would happen. I don't know if anybody would even try to bring that to the public. That might be something that, that uh, the government would hide from everybody. You know, some knowledge and information that life after death was, was nothing. You know, that there wasn't. I don't know. It's interesting. But what if? And, you know, and it's stupid to, to ask what if questions because it's just a what if question. I hate when people ask me what if questions. But... It's, it's just, uh, it's a possibility. It, it very much so is a possibility. And, uh, and, and there's lots of research even going on right now that's working towards, you know, anti-aging and there's all kinds of research going towards, uh, basically just, you know, creating a longer living version of yourself, either through clones or creating a longer living version through a robot or uh, an AI computer simulation, or who, who knows? There's all kinds of weird ideas out there about what we could do to potentially make us uh, live longer and make our lives, you know, dra drag our life our lifespans out into into a longer thing. You know, some people believe uh, that basically these generations that are up and coming right now, they're going to be living to 150, you know, 200 years old. You know, I think that's, that's pretty wild and pretty insane. And if that's definitely going to be the case, like we're going to be, we're, we better be prepared for what's going to happen with this. Like there's, they're going to have to enact, you know, one child laws like China had, because we're going to be, we're going to be so overpopulated. Nobody's going to die. You know, maybe, you know, maybe this is the way that people should really consider death. Is it, it's just nature. You know, a lot of people do consider it like that. And uh, that's simply how I consider it. Death is just death.
and uh, and, I, and I personally, I don't fear death at all. It's never on my mind. And even when I'm doing something, even when something happens, or I, I notice some, um, or I watch something, or you know what I mean, like it, I never, I never think about it myself. It's not a, it's just not a concern. And maybe it will be a concern when I'm old and and uh, and my my body's weak and and uh, my brain's you know fried out. Like maybe then I will be concerned about death, but. At the current moment, I'm not. Maybe it's just because I'm young, but I don't know. I, it, it doesn't bother me. And I feel like because it doesn't bother me, it allows me to spend more time and to, uh, to be more curious about the world and the reality that we exist in. And that's more important to me is understanding, not, you know, a belief. Because a belief can't tell me everything when there's people believing you know, when obviously people believe in other beliefs. So whose belief is really right? And you know, why, why, why would I even spend the time? There's too many contradictions. There's too many, you know, different beliefs. It's, it's, it's not, it's not grounded in, in, it's not, it's not, um, it's just not a reality for me. I don't know. But I'm not saying that that, and that's, you know, I have to keep repeating myself because I'm worried I'm going to, offend somebody or somebody's going to be, you know, sensitive about this subject, but I'm not trying to say people shouldn't be religious. I'm just saying people need to think deeper. You know, that's what the show's about. This is what this podcast is about. Just thinking deeper. You know, taking a more analytical, logical approach towards a, a conversation or a topic. That's where real science and sort of real um, thought and critical thinking comes into play and uh and and real and these you know real science you know science and, and critical thinking and and logic these are nature this is reality and uh and simplicity even i i have a lot of my beliefs just rooted in complete simplicity because that's what makes sense now, why would nature be so damn complicated why would the afterlife be so damn complicated that you have to live your whole life striving to be, um, you know, this person that worships every day or worships, you know, whatever, only on Sunday? You know, that's another thing, too, that I find interesting that I had looked up uh, just recently uh, because my grandparents are Seventh-day Adventist and they worship on Saturday. And I believe that the, um, uh, <clears throat> excuse, you know, forgive me if I'm wrong, Jewish religion, Judaism, correct? I believe. Um, I don't know, I'm having a moment with my mind here. Either way, uh, there's another religion that does worship on Saturdays too. But every other religion basically worships on Sunday. The Bible, though, isn't very specific on what you should do, when you should worship. You know, everybody goes and gathers on Sunday because the Bible says, you know, on the first day of the week, which is Sunday, that's when everybody breaks bread and and you have a you know a good time together and you you rest. But yet, in different passages in the Bible, it talks about how Jesus worshipped on the Sabbath and Paul worshipped on the Sabbath, and that the Sabbath was the 
the holy day, the day of worship, literally, and that, uh, and that, you know, that was the way to do it. So it's, you know, it's interesting, like, you know, do people, are people really even following any rules? Because technically, like, what the Bible really is saying is that the Sabbath is any day. It's any day of the week. You should always be worshiping. You can always be worshiping. You don't have to plan it on one day, but that Sunday is a day of rest because God granted this day to all people because we are mortal beings. So, you know, the the fact of the matter is, is that you don't need to go to church. You can rest at home. That's just a day of rest. It's not the Sabbath. The Sabbath is any day, any time you need to pray and to break bread and you know have a, a communion and a, a ceremony. It can be any day of the week. It doesn't have to be Wednesday. It doesn't have to be Sunday. It doesn't have to be Friday. It doesn't have to be Saturday. You know, Jesus, sure, Jesus you know, went and did it on, on the Sabbath, on Saturday. But that was Jesus, you know. Not everybody did it. People have been worshiping on Sundays for a long time now. But I'm just here to tell you that there is no rule. I don't think there really ever was a rule on what day you do it. It's deeper than that. You worship as you need. Because that's what God and that's what Jesus is there for. And I'm not trying to be a preacher or pastor or anything because I'm not, you know, that's not me. I'm not really that interested in it, but it's just this information that I've found out. And people need to think a deeper, you know, they need to take a deeper look at this. You need to take a deeper look before you dive into your religion, before you dive into going to church every Sunday and dedicating your life to something that perhaps you don't have all the information about. Now, I'm not granted a lot of people do, but there's also, you know, there's millions of people on this earth. So, sure, some people do, but others don't. You know, that's why there's, you know, people that use religion as just a leg up and then to take advantage of it and things like that. But the thing for me is <clears throat> you, you just can't, you just shouldn't settle. You can't settle on one thing. You know, either one, we will never know. Or two, we will know, and it's going to be so something so simple, and I'm, I'm talking about the creation of, of the universe, creation of life and existence, everything like that. Either we're going to figure it out, and it's going to be so damn simple that it was staring us in the face the whole freaking time, or we all are wrong that are sort of skeptics on religion. We're all wrong, and religion's completely real, God's completely real, and everything you know, around us is, is his work and his doing. So either we're going to figure it out one way that way, or we'll just never, ever know. I mean, how does that make you feel? If you never, ever, if any, if nobody ever, ever knew. Well, for a lot of people, they wouldn't care. They're like, oh, so what? Who cares if we never know? Well, I kind of think that that's sort of the... You see, that you look around. Animals, we, you know, you look at fish... Dolphins are very smart, you know. There's a lot of very smart animals. Mammals, um, insects, doesn't matter. There are very smart you know, birds even. There, there's very smart um, different species on this planet. But as humans, I, I think we probably consider ourselves the most intelligent of them all, of all species. But 
And so you don't see all these species searching for the answers and the questions to life. We do. We search for these answers. Is it is it something that's innate in our um, in our genes and our DNA and our genetic code that we are that we should be programmed, you know, that we should follow a sense of curiosity and never find out and just always be working towards finding out? Like maybe it's just part of who we are. Or, you know, maybe we, in our DNA and, and in in our uh, lifespan as a species, we will figure it out. And, you know, and that is the goal. That is what we are here for. And maybe our goal is to uh, figure it all out and then work at it, you know, turn, turn, turn it into something that we can use as a species to our advantage. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the real goal to, to turn all this around and, and become um, a species that, that that never you know you never die you never cease to exist and we just prolong the lifespan of our um, of our evolution and our creation and we are just this massive uh, human existence here in the, in the cosmos. Maybe that's really the plan and that that seems to me real logically what human beings would be here to do. Uh, sure, we're here to breed, you know, to, to mate and to eat and to sleep and to do all the freaking things that humans do. Sure, yeah, we're here to do all that too. But there's got to be something else that we're here to do because all that shit is just ridiculous and it's just time consuming and uh, it doesn't really lead to anything, you know, does it? Unless you're a brilliant person and you're working towards solving the, the, you know, all these questions and you're, um, <clears throat> you know, you're a, anything, you know, you're raising your kids just to be these, these, uh, smart and, um, you know, intellectual, intelligent person, um, that, you know, th that, that's fine. You know, that is, that's, sh that should be the goal, but, uh, you know, what, what, what are we going to do? You know what I'm saying? You know what are we gonna do? But does it does it start with um, does it start with you know realizing that we don't we don't need religion to to prepare us for the end? Do we need that to happen, or are we just going to keep striving towards towards the research and the study of trying to figure out how to live longer and how to you know become beings that aren't fearful of death with or without religion? I mean, I don't think people should be scared. I don't think you should be scared at all. There's nothing to be afraid of. And I don't necessarily believe in, you know, the reincarnation as a, as an animal or something like that. I mean, maybe. Maybe you do. I, I, I don't know. But what seems more practical to me, I guess, is that when you, when you die, your, the, the energy of your being is either it's either left here and then your spirit or it's dispersed evenly through uh through the earth or um, not even actually through the earth i guess your energy would kind of just be dispersed through space and time and so in that respect space and time would be holding somewhere you know sort of a an, an energy field, I suppose, uh, you know, this is all just questionable, whatever, I'm just being thoughtful, I'm just thinking about, thinking about shit, I'm, I don't know if this is true or not, but, so, I guess, 
your energy would be stored somewhere anyways and uh and so when you die it's just you know dispersed into wherever and then when a new life is formed um and really this kind of is like the process this must happen in the sort of the process of uh the the brain developing because the brain is requiring, you know, all this, all this energy and metabolism to sort of develop and to uh, get the get the system rolling, and so maybe the true consciousness is sort of drip-fed, and uh, the true energy and soul of a person is sort of drip-fed through, you know, a, a, an energy an energy field as you develop and grow older. You're more your uh it's like your you have capac you have like capacitors inside you and um they can they're slowly being upgraded to bigger and bigger capacitors so they'll store more and more and more energy and as this energy is is gathered from your environment and uh and from all kinds of things food and yeah and metabolism um you're you're slowly becoming a conscious thinking brain individual with this you know with this uh, a vision, you know your your reality and the things that are around you, your it it it's it could be again it could be you know you're just you're just it's just a part of development your 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 um, your capacitance as a as a species as a thinking being it, it grows and becomes and you take in more energy and you become more and so maybe uh, that's why some people as they get older become you know, uh, either whatever, uh, they become, uh, smarter and go on to do crazy things in their later years instead of their younger years, because maybe they just didn't have enough capacitance when they were younger. And as they got older, their, your, your ability to retain more energy. And so then when, when you pass, you know, all that energy just sort of leaves you and it just disperses into, into the environment to, to be, you know, re restored and, and reset. I think though, you know, and this is the term where the things where or where this is where people get into uh, being an old soul or a new soul, and uh, I, I like to think just because it's kind of fun to think about. Um, I like to think I'm an old soul, and uh, and the possibility of that makes sense to me. You know, you could be an an energy, the energy that that your body gathers as I'm talking about that you're talking about. Uh, I was <laughs> the energy you gather as you develop, like I was talking about has all to do with, uh, you know, individual little energy packets that have been dispersed through different people that have, and perhaps in, stored in this energy, in this little energy is minute amounts of perhaps memories or, um, uh, just sort of information code tidbits of things that, uh, when you are developing and you're receiving this information, or you're receiving this energy, the, the information is then being you know, translated into your brain, and so it kind of helps develop you into who you are. So we're all recycled energy is, is really what I'm getting at here. And, um, but I would say that probably as, as a species, you know, we all definitely came from uh, the funny way to put it, and it definitely, it definitely makes a lot of sense is that we're just we're made out of stars. And, uh, and that make that makes sense. It's it's really the case. We're made out of things that that came from space, and um, so that's that's where life really began. But this energy field must have been already there, 
you know, so that when we, you know, this is what I'm talking, what I'm, what I'm thinking anyways, not necessarily the case, but, you know, you're, as a species grows and gets older, then, you know, and it develops and it starts taking in all the energy, you know, then maybe, maybe perhaps that field, uh, was, was then, uh, disrupted, I guess. And, um, so then, so then it required, because I'm, I'm thinking in terms of the you know laws of conservation of energy, that the energy would have to then get uh, either displaced or uh, transferred back, but that wouldn't happen for for years. Would would an energy field be able to be you know would it would it be unstable without that? Now it makes sense because it would always be recycling uh, constantly because there's so many people being born and dying and born and dying. I don't know. You know, this is all just hypothetical bullshit. That's not even, this doesn't even make any sense. But the point is, is that I'm thinking about it. You know, I'm just considering more possibilities. I'm thinking deeper along, uh, you know, different, different lines than, than people might think. There's nothing wrong with that. I think everybody should do that. I think all, all kinds of people should be, uh, discussing all kinds of different things and whether you know the information or not, it's the fact that you're discussing it. And, uh, so I, I want to get into just a quick little, uh, I'm about to wrap this up for the day or for this episode, but I wanted to get into something, into something really quick here. The, um, <clears throat> this is, this, this really bugs me. The, the, they, science, the science, um, the sciences, physics, uh, chemistry, all kinds of scientists and professors and uh, philosophers, whatever, all kinds of people in academics. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter in big, you know, that work at big tech companies, whatever. Um, these these people work things and they do they they do things that they don't understand. Is the, is the bottom line, especially people like physicists and scientists uh, that work on quantum mechanics or the standard model of physics or people that do chemistry uh half of the stuff they don't they don't even know where it came from people have no idea uh, and quantum mechanics is something that really bothers me because all you know sort of theoretical physicists and uh, and professors they'll tell you time and time again that oh no that can't be possible this is how it works oh no that doesn't work this is how it works Oh yeah, no, this is how it works. That's all you hear out of them. Well, this is how it works. You know, they think that they know, but in a separate conversation, they will then tell you, oh, at the core of our understandings, we don't understand. So how is it that anybody could have a thought? And, uh, and this relates to like my, my magnet theory, the thought I had in one of my previous episodes, you know, I would get totally shunned and laughed at for that because I was thinking something that's completely unfactual, there's no, nothing, no math to back it, you know, I, I maybe it's just because I haven't wrote any math for it, you know, but the thing is, is I'd get laughed at, and people would be like, no, that's not how it works, this is how it works, but then at the root of it, you sit there and tell, tell the public that you don't know, that nobody actually understands, so what sense does that make? Things like dark energy and dark matter, oh yeah, we don't know, yeah, we don't know nothing about that. Where where the Higgs particle comes from? Yeah, no, we don't know nothing about that. But we call it the God particle. But we don't know anything about it. You know, th there's all kinds of things that they don't know anything about. What? What? So maybe 
maybe half of the shit that people think up and have been thinking up within the science, uh, you know, academia, they're, they're all bullshitters. It could all be bullshit. I don't think it is. I don't think it's bullshit, but what I'm saying is, is that they don't know. They don't know. There's even people and uh, theoretical physicists, uh, professors, and, and people like that, they're out there writing papers and new theories to describe everything. They're thinking that quantum physics and, and physics itself needs to be rewritten. So, if that's the case, then don't let somebody tell you that what you thought about is wrong. Because it couldn't be, it could be right. Because clearly people don't even know. It, it's so obnoxious. All kinds of physicists that are authors and um, and they get on they get on on uh, interviews and stuff and they and they talk all this knowledge and and it's great and they're very smart and they're brilliant people. But then at the same time, they can't even think through the fact that that their logic is flawed. That they're spewing contradictions. Oh yeah, no, this is how it works, but we don't know. Oh yeah, this is how it works. This is how it looks like it works. That's what they're meaning to say. Everybody, this is what they're meaning to say. They're meaning to say, oh, this is how it looks like it works. Because we have experimental data and we have experimental proof. But to me, it's not even... All the data and all the information is fine. Sure, it, it adds more confirmation, but you're not confirming at the basis of nature what's actually going on. At the basis of nature, at the very fundamental levels of how reality works, you don't even understand that? And then you're going to sit around and tell people that they don't know what they're saying and that they have no idea because they don't have a PhD in something that people don't even understand? Oh, I can't even, I, I, I can't even continue to rant. Um, this is just something that bugs the shit out of me. I mean, it's ridiculous. And uh, so I, I, w I just want to point this out to, to my audience and to my listeners that if you're sitting at home and you're thinking deeper about something good for you, because you know what? People don't even know what the hell's going on themselves. So uh, maybe it all starts with some of us that don't have PhDs or we don't have sort of credentials to learn and to kind of look into this information and maybe we can all help figure it out. We all don't need to go to school for it because clearly going to school leads to nothing because everybody that's gone to school doesn't know shit. This is a no-brainer. This is a no-brainer. You don't need to be a physicist or a scientist to understand that what they're saying is, is that we know, but we don't know. How can you even have a job and be paid a salary to do something that you don't even understand? It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. That's why I don't do it. That's why I'm not in the field. But what I can do is take great the some of the greats information. People like um, Maxwell. People like uh, even, um, uh, well, of course, like Feynman, of course, my favorite. Uh, people like Feynman, you can take um, Dirac, you can take uh, all, all kinds of Tesla, you can take Einstein, you know, Newton, we, you can read all kinds of things, you can, you can read things that, that, uh, that some of the Greek philosophers wrote, you, you, the nature of philosophy itself, you should, uh, people should, people should read that, that should be a textbook that you're taught in school, 
I mean, t today, I don't even want to read it because the old versions are so dull. It's just so dull reading. But I'm sure that within it is some of the greatest things ever considered. You know, and, and if you do read The Nature of Philosophy, which I recommend, and I have read a good portion of it, um, I, I did become to get very bored because I noticed that there was a repetition of ideas. This idea that he was pushing was that people just don't think, basically, that, that people need to think, that you have to be like you have to think analytically about things and, and that logic and that nature is very simple. He just kept repeating this idea over and over. So I just kind of got lost in, in, in it. I never got back to it, but I highly consider reading it, you know, if you've got the time and, and the patience for it. But so anybody can figure this shit out. You know, we can all collectively as a community, we can grow this 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 podcast and this uh, this platform into something more. We can grow it into an educational learning center <laughs> like Sylvan, you know. Um, I probably shouldn't even be saying that, but either way, you know, we, we, we can, we can, we all collectively can learn more and understand more because there's clearly more to learn. And, uh, and that's so fascinating about life and about reality. We're barely at the edge of it. We're barely at the edge of understanding, you know, let's, let's dive closer. Let's dive deeper. Let's get to that edge. Let's find it. You know, that's, that that should be the 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 human goal, the human you know. Uh, I'm not even sure what they call it. The greatest human you know attribute should be just the curiosity to to discover more. I mean, it is and it is, but people don't realize that they can choose to discover things that mean more, not discover what's on your Twitter page or discover what um, you know funny happened on 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 online you know that's not leading your life anywhere but if you are taking time to consider things that are deeper than yourself deeper than people around you deeper understandings of uh, of the nature of reality good that's that's what we need you know good that is that is all i can even that's all i can even say we need more we need so much more of that but uh so guys i'm going to wrap this up today I, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, you know, just a couple things, you know, to think about is that, uh, you know, just use religion as a, as a, as a stepping stone, you know, maybe religion doesn't make, maybe it doesn't have to be all your life. It doesn't have to, uh, you know, you don't have to succumb to it. You don't have to, uh, it, you know, it's not necessary for you to, to achieve a fantastic life and a, good well-being and um, it's not necessary for you to be a good person it's not necessary for you to go to heaven or hell perhaps you just going to you just being a good person will take you to, to the best place possible in the afterlife you know there's why worship it over when you can just be a good person that's all you need so, um, you know, and I'm not trying to bash religions and say that people are ridiculous. I just think there needs to be more analytical thought. I've said that a couple different times and that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's, you just need to think more about it. You know, you can't always just set everything in stone. All these physicists say set everything in stone, but yet they turn around and say, oh, but huh, we don't know. Your pastor kind of does the same thing every day at church, you know, or whenever you go, like it's, he's talking and sure he understands the bible and he's giving a really really good message but in the end of the day when you walk out of there he didn't know either nobody knows 
Nobody actually knows. Especially now. Sure, maybe somebody knew way, way back in the day when Jesus Christ was around. But there's nobody alive anymore to tell us. So for all we know, it could be a story. Just a big story. Written story, like a bedtime story, you know? But again, I'm not trying to bash religions. I'm not trying to um, underestimate them. It's, it's, it's a very good thing, you know, if you're religious. It's, a, it's good to be religious. It does help people, and it helps people get through very tough times. There's nothing wrong with that, but uh, it, it can't be, it can't be your your uh, your other leg. You know, it can't you you, you can't just uh, you can't walk all over it. And you can't take advantage of it. It's it's there for a different reason, and uh, but people need to realize what that reason is, and we need to move on, and we need to move on to a, a better future, a more uh, a more a safe future, a more sane future that is uh, intelligent and inspired and motivational, and so that we move towards constantly, you know, at a faster rate, a better and better future for those that are coming ahead of us. And uh, and and guys, that's the that's the goal here. Do your meeting time is to um, is to share these thoughts and to sh share these ideas that maybe could help us all sort of uh, propel our own lives to greater heights and greater understandings and that will then spread like like wildfire to all kinds of other minds young and old it doesn't matter uh, what color you are all minds can be capable of more and are capable of more and that's kind of the goal here guys and i hope you uh, continue to, to support me um and and i hope i hope to really you know again i've said this a couple times i hope in the uh after the new year I'll have uh, sort of my uh, my studio or whatever you want to call it, my recording room uh, prepped and ready. I'm still working on uh, some things right now and getting it getting it ready. But I hope to bring some some video podcasts and I hope to bring on guests um, here soon. And I'm still looking for somebody to feature. You know, if you're interested and would like to share your thoughts and you'd like to have a quick conversation with me, it can be for a thinker episode or a full length episode. Um, it's really easy. We can get it done, and it would be it'd be really cool. That's uh, and that guys, that's the goal here. And so again, thanks Spotify. Thank you guys. You are the bread and butter of this show so far, and uh, I hope to grow a bigger community with you guys, and I hope to grow a bigger community across all platforms. And uh, if you're listening on on other platforms, either Android or iOS, um, thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for, um, for joining me in this, in this quest. And, uh, I hope you stay tuned and I hope you look forward to more episodes. Um, I'm always though, always looking for comments. I want comments and concerns. Uh, it doesn't matter what it is. Hurt my feelings. I don't care. I want to have a discussion with you people. That's the point. Let's have a discussion. So please, uh, go on over to deepermeaningtime.com. You can leave comments on uh, the blog posts that go along with each episode. Uh, you can leave comments on YouTube. You can leave comments on uh, all kinds of different platforms that allow for commenting. Uh, favorite, like, share. Uh, let's spread the word, guys. And uh, that wraps it up for today. So keep thinking. With every revolution of the earth, let's keep this discussion going. Because that's what Deeper Meaning Time is all about. Exploring the endless thoughts and curiosities we have every day. And discovering all the deeper meanings time has to offer. My name's Evan. Thanks for listening. 